As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Big day here at uh, Nationals Park. Couldn't be happier to uh, to announce to you uh, uh, the sign of Patrick Corbin, uh, the newest and brightest member uh, of the Nationals family. Hello, everybody. Another edition of the Racing Presidents Talking Washington Nationals with you, podcast style via NBC Sports Washington. Tim Murray with you. Todd Dibus is on assignment, and we will hear from Todd in just a couple of moments. A little housekeeping, though. If you do enjoy this podcast, do us a favor. Please subscribe. However, you consume podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, etc. Also, rate and review would help us out quite a bit. Episode one in the books. Todd will be headed out to Las Vegas this weekend for the winter meetings. And who knows what the Nationals will do. They've already been very busy. We know about all of the moves they've done to this point, And none bigger than the signing of Patrick Corbin, the number one pitching free agent this offseason. A six-year, $140 million deal to add Corbin to the rotation of Steven Strasburg and the ace, Max Scherzer. And speaking of Patrick Corbin, he was introduced to the Washington D.C. media and all of the Nationals fans on Friday at Nationals Park. And our Todd Dibus had an opportunity to catch up with the newest National wearing number 46 and also a chance to catch up with Mike Rizzo. So those conversations are coming up next right here on the Racing Presidents podcast. Called strike three. Five strikeouts for Corbin. Mike Rizzo said that he, Mark Lerner, you and your wife and your agent went out to dinner, that there was a lot of security at dinner. <laughs> Is that because the vice president was also there where you guys went? What do you recall about that dinner in particular and what were you trying to accomplish going out with those folks and, and get an understanding of what this may be like for you. Yeah, definitely to to get a feel for the Washington Nationals, I think was the biggest part of it. And um, putting a face to a name, meeting those guys, uh, you learn how much winning is important to them and, and, and how willing they are to go out there and, and get pieces if, if it's needed. And uh, a big thing for me was knowing how competitive this team already was and that they're willing to make moves to, to get better, um, not only for next year, but for years to come. And and getting able to sit down with them and see how passionate they were about it definitely helped. Were you surprised, impressed that someone at the ownership level was, was also at dinner? Yeah, of course. Me and Mark, right when we left, we thought how awesome that this guy was. Um, a huge fan of the of 
the Nationals, um, how proud he was to, to host the All-Star Game here last year. And for me to be a part of that w was great. And just knowing their history, they've been with the team, um, I think, since it begun. And and how supportive they are of their players. And you want people that, that do care about the team and, and they want to win, and um, those are people you want to play for. A lot of times these contracts turn into almost two separate things, of the average annual value and the length. Mm -hmm. Of those two, which were more important to you and, and how happy were you to get six full years? There's not a lot of those deals. I think D.C. is a place that we, that we could see ourselves living for a long period of time, so that definitely played a huge role into it. Obviously, at this point in my career, um, trying to get the best contract for my situation was what we were trying to do, and my agent did a great job with that. But to have ownership here step up and um, show how much that they really did want me and, and, and my ability to come here and pitch, it definitely helped. So they were a team that was able to step step forward in a place that we really liked. Um, so it definitely helped in that decision. Let's talk about your curveball. Now, I'm not even sure if I should be calling it a curveball. A, do you call it a curveball? Mm -hmm. I have a curveball and a slider, and I guess. Slider. But, okay. yeah. So because the arm action and the result mm -hmm. looks like the main differentiation, it's just a uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh, so how do you view those two things? Even Fangraphs uh -huh. is kind of confused about how to chart it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, the slider has always been my pitch coming up from minor leagues. It was a, it was a grip that my father showed me when I was really young, and um, it's kind of neat that I was able to, to keep that up to this 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 point in time. So it's something that I've always I've thrown it, and I've I have a great feel for it. Able to change speeds on the slider location, and then adding a, a slower breaking ball helped just keeping some hitters off balance. So. I think as a pitcher, you're always trying to find ways to get better and improve, and those are things I've learned talking to other pitchers, other hitters, and kind of see what gives them some struggles. What grip are you using for? Where are your fingers on the um, ball for your slider? It's the same grip. Yeah, just you, you can change the, the angle of your wrist a little bit. Um, comes out a little bit different, but you still have the same um, the same angle on your arm. So those all help, throwing a fastball off the same plane. Um, as your slider, as your off-speed pitch, um, all comes in play to, to full hitters. Was there anyone in particular who said, hey, you might want to try this, or you were just tinkering, or how did you? I think just watching some of the pitchers in, in the division, I was uh, Kershaw, for example, would throw the slow breaking ball. Um, I thought it'd be something that I'd be able to, to pick up, and you see the success that he's had with it. So um, I talked with Paul Goldschmidt through, with our hitting coaches there, everybody, and just try to to see if it'd be worth uh, doing something like that. And it's something that over the last couple of years, I've added more and more of. Are you kind of surprised at the effectiveness of something slower in this era? And we're always talking about everybody throws 98 now. Mm -hmm. And it does seem that guys are more geared up for that. And they even see it more in the minors now. Uh -huh. So it's not so foreign to them when they get here. And I've heard some people argue now, softer is better. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, just having a change of speeds. Um, if everything's 95, I think hitters get their timing down a little bit better. Plus, um, changing speeds, being able to, to locate, stay out of the middle of the plate has always been things that I've tried to do. You grew up in the Syracuse area. You played who's mm -hmm. those two things, Nietzsche and Beheim. Mm -hmm. um, did yeah. you ever, like, when you were a kid, think it'd be fun to go play for Beheim or something? Like, that level, did you, yeah. you ever have dreams like that? I definitely wish I could I could have. <laughs> um, being able to go to all those games growing up and see the, the fan base that they have and how cool that and unique that um, dome is. Um, in high school, I was 145 pounds as a senior, so it's probably a little hard for me to go and compete with some of those bigger players, but 
Maybe if I was my size now, it'd be a different story. But I've just always enjoyed playing basketball, playing football, playing yeah. baseball with, with all my friends in the backyard after school. And uh, I, I think it's helped me to be able to repeat my delivery on the mound. In contracts, $140 million. Your career earnings prior to this were roughly $16 million. So next year alone, you'll be making more money than you made in your entire career previously. Mm. Has that math sunk into you, first off? And second, is there anything silly that you had that you're like, oh, I'm going to buy this now? Um, I don't know how it's, if it's sunk in yet. Uh, I think I just feel relieved that this, this process is done and excited to, to be a part of the Washington Nationals. And, um, I think I've always said no matter how much I've, money I've made, I'd, I always just continue to be myself, do the right things, um, help my family when needed, things like that. But um, it's just an exciting time for, for my family, for my wife, and, and myself. Considering the terms and the money, you could have had probably any free agent pitcher on the, on the market this offseason. Why did you pick Patrick Corbin, and how important was it that he is left-handed? It's a good fit for us, you know. Being left-handed was uh, was uh, was a nice uh, aspect of his game, but you're talking about a a 29 year old athletic pitcher that it's getting better and better as as time goes on. Uh, he's you know his last two years he's he's been really really good. This this past year he's been he was excellent. He's a two-time All-Star and a guy that uh, comes with uh, high accolades for being a great teammate, you know, in the clubhouse uh, and great in the community. And, uh, you know, he's a character guy that we think uh, is, is a great fit for that, that's going to really bolster our rotation and, and, and make us elite. You talked at Winterfest beforehand and since about the importance of the starting rotation and your view that basically everything starts there. We've seen across the league some trend toward bullpenning, particularly mm -hmm. in the postseason. But it also seems those teams who are doing that on a more regular basis either A, don't have the assets financially to not do that, or don't have the assets on their roster to do that. So how do you kind of reconcile those two things that's going on as kind of a league trend versus, you know, you want to put some investment there? Well, I think I think bullpenning in in the playoffs is much different than bullpenning in the regular season. You know, the, the, the marathon that is the, the 162 is, is I think, Dependent and driven on on starting pitching, and uh, you know, my, our our philosophy is how how we built what we built so far is you know, uh, pitching, athleticism and defense, and uh, I think uh, being strong up the middle and, and being able to catch the ball uh, as you pitch it not only improves your pitching staff but do it but uh, limits the uh, limits the outs uh, of the other team. So pitching has always been important to us. Starting pitching, I, I think is is our key and we continue to to be so and and developing them and signing them is is important to us and how do you view the fifth spot in rotation now you have some young guys who either had injuries or are trying to figure things out back there as options yeah we've got you know we we like the back end of our rotation you know we've got tanner roark back there you've you've got uh, eric fetty you you've got joe ross you've got depth in the minor leagues in triple a and you've got a, a new core of, of good young guys coming up that that'll be here in the very very near future so we like where we're at and uh as far as depth and and, and talent and i think our rotation is as good as anybody's in the game you guys made your initial offer to bryce now we go to vegas for the winter meeting how do you handle that going forward what's next in that process for you folks well, you know, Bryce, Bryce and, and I have a great relationship. But uh, we have an open dialogue. Uh, you know, he knows our feelings towards him, and he we know his feelings towards us. It, there's there's nothing but mutual respect there. And uh, and when uh, you know the, when the time comes, uh, we'll we'll sit down and discuss things. And uh, but we're uh, we we're, are 
parallel paths of, of negotiating different deals uh, has taken place. We, we need to build a roster and, uh, and always keep in mind that uh, keep an open door that, uh, that something could happen. If, uh, and if it does, then we'll, we'll uh, address it at the time. And you've checked a lot of boxes already, and we haven't even left for Las Vegas, as uh, Barry said before. So what, in your view, is, is still left to do on the roster? You talk a lot of times about second base that you feel pretty good about what mm -hmm. you have there. But maybe bullpen, maybe certainly something off the bench. We like the club we have uh, at present currently, uh, but we're never satisfied. Uh, you know, there's there's tweaks and uh, and combinations that we can that we, we can go after. Uh, but uh, we'll, we'll be we'll be looking for values out there. What you know what, what works for us? How we how do we construct the periphery of the roster? And uh, you, know, you can never have enough pitching, and uh, and we're we're always on the lookout for you know good start in relief pitching, and that could that could be something we we attack either the free agent market or or, or via the trade market. You feel like you need another lefty in the bullpen. I, I'm very confident we've got we've got right now on the roster three really good competent left-handed pitchers and Doolittle Grace who had a ma magnificent season last year and Sammy Solis who we feel is a, is a bounce back cannabis. We feel good about the left-handed spot. We feel good about our bullpen as a whole. Patrick last year matched career highs in starts, wins, and strikeouts. He one and two on Puig. Got him. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois.